0: Hi, everybody. This is Chip Taylor, and we are back at the Church of the Trainwreck. And this is part two of a, a little series called New York to Norway and Back. And uh, it's featuring my friend uh, Joran Greeney. And And the reason it's called New York to Norway and Back is, is, is this, these are songs that were made during the lockdown. And how they were made is as follows. I would... Be up in you know outside of New York City at the, my place uh, with my wife, uh, and and I have one microphone, and I have a, a keyboard. Yaron usually plays all the keyboards, but this time I stole that job away from him, and I bought this little ninety-six-dollar keyboard and uh, <laughs> and was it that expensive? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was sitting downstairs in the living room, and uh every so often I write. A, I've written several songs during the lockdown, and it's been a wonderful spirit uh, going on here. I would, I, I write these things, and, and if they really move me, I, I know. I, I, I try to get them where I think they they sound okay, and then. And then I come up to my computer, and I transfer them from the Zoom to the computer, and I send them this magic way over the some something to my friend Joran Greeny in Norway, in scan Norway, so, southern town in Norway. And Joran gets it and decides what he thinks and works a little bit on it or talks to me. So here Joran is... Here now talking to me over Skype. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Chip.
0: Oh, I, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing okay. I, I'm so glad we did that uh, first part of the series, and now we get a chance to uh, go a little further. And uh, oh, we've been we've been working on uh, one song for quite a bit of time, and it's really a simple song. And I guess in its simple state, you kind of liked it. And, and it's called and uh, when you when, and you're on when he comes to New York City when all the all my friends and when his his great singing bandmate paul Flota uh comes to new york we, we always go to my favorite bar Parnells, and this song finds me at a bar where you it might as well be Parnell's because there's a lot of that spirit there in this song. And uh, the only the only thing is, Yoram, when I say "Hey bartender" in this song, uh, I mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said "Hey bar." I would have said "Hey Ambrose," right? Or "Hey Phil, get me a drink." I wouldn't have said "Hey bartender," except when I said "Hey bar." I'll tell you a secret. When I said "Hey yeah. bartender," it didn't sound good the first time, and I remembered how. I'm
1: sorry, didn't. it didn't
0: sound. Hey, hey bartender, right? It didn't sound mm-hmm. very good. And you know who I c- c- try to imitate? Nope. Paul. <laughs> he has that song oh. where he says, "Hey bartender." <laughs> and so I try to make it. I try to make more a little bit. Oh, <laughs> you did? Yeah, wow. I try. So I, that's my imitation of Paul floated <laughs> you, you can tell. Him. So, uh, so what did you think when you heard the song? Uh, did you I think have to anything?
1: Again, I'm, I'm sure you sound like him when you <laughs> said it.
0: What did you think of when I sent you the track? What did you think? You th- Friends gather round. Is this song.
1: Friends gather round.
0: Did you hate it?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no.
1: My, my my first thought was, what on earth am I gonna? Due to contribute here. <laughs> and uh, it actually turned out quite far from <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> you mentioned the Swedish movie and the. Uh, uh, oh, was a Swedish? players, th- then, uh, like.
2: Uh, mm-hmm.
0: You know what? I thought it was a Norwegian movie. Was it a Swedish movie?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. One of my favorites,
0: but yeah. anyway... Um... Yeah, Joran had, Joran had uh, given the uh, copy of it uh, several years ago to list, to see, and, and it was about, a, I forget, it was a humble group of folks who did other jobs and liked to play music together, and somehow they got together, and a bunch of horns together, and, and yeah, sounded yeah. like a Salvation Army band or something like that, and uh, I just... When we were trying to figure out what to do with this, I, I thought of that, and I said, Joran, what about if we do something like that? And How did you do that? How did you figure that out?
1: You mentioned the movie and, uh, and the and vibe of that, mm-hmm. so I had to figure out how to sound like a Salvation Army band, I guess, with my keyboard and... Uh, mm-hmm. and um,
0: how did, did you, did, was it an easy task or, because a, a, I remember at one point I said, why don't you, you, can you do something similar in this, this chordal thing right here? And within a second you were playing me something back just like it and how did, and it sounded just like a Salvation Army band. How, how does that work that you could do that?
1: Um, I actually pitched some of the instruments So it sounded out of tune. That was like the first thing you need to do. (laughs) And then make sure that the drummer is a little bit offbeat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You did that to my song? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. (laughs) uh, All right.
1: Um, When I listen to it now, I think it's... Really cool! Oh, yeah. oh with the, the audience. And, with, 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 did oh, didn't you record um, some uh, some of the people at Parnells? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That was the sharing. thing. I think the combination of that, and all of a sudden, I got, I started thinking about this last week, and I, I guess it was only about a week ago, and I, and I called up Tom Hayes, who had done the filming of my little videos at Parnells. And I said, Tom, do you have some yeah. of those? And, and during the filming of the videos, he would film just the bar crowd, and just you know, six or seven people, and not a big crowd. Yeah. And them at various states of a little bit above silence. And uh, uh, I said, Do you have some of those clips? And so he sent a bunch of clips. I sent them to you, and all of a sudden, it uh, it came alive like we're in a bar room. So the should we yeah. let, should we let the people here hear this thing? Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. Here, here it is. This is this is from uh, the this is from the time, period of time being locked down, and uh, is in the episode called New York to Norway and back, and this is a song called Friends Gather Round.
2: Take it as such, and you listen a bit, but you don't say a word. Said, "Hey bartender." Friends gather around in a whiskey or two. Some say what they think. You'd like them to know, and you know they don't know, but you don't care. Whiskey finds friends everywhere. Oh, friends. friends bullshit friends smart friends dumb ones too some have as dumb as you Friends gather around, and the bullshitting starts, you don't point a finger, you just close your eyes, and listen to sounds of the night, good whiskey.
0: Okay, and this is all as this is all from New York, where I am sitting right now, just outside of New York City, forty-five minutes. And Joran, who is talking to me here, is talking to me from Norway, from Skin, Norway, old southern town. And uh, and here we go. Let's let's see. Let's okay. Um, sometimes I write a song, and. Oftentimes, I have no idea what the song means. Yep. But there's something about the song that brings me to it, and some of the some of the parts of the song that make it so that you can't understand it are some of my favorite parts. Yeah. And and. and and there's there's parts I would never change, and that that means okay, maybe people will not understand it because you don't, <laughs> and that, and so probably that won't help it uh, be, become popular or something. But if you get if I get to a point like that, I don't care. I just want it to be that. And and one mm-hmm. of those songs is a song you're about to hear. And I had no idea what this meant. I said from the dimly lit red and straight through the walls to the four-poster bed and the clock in the hall. And the survivors all said you'll have little time at all when it's striking straight-up numbers, okay? Mm-hmm. Some of that it all feels wonderful to me. And I kind of knew what straight through the wall was because straight through the wall to me was the camera in sex education looking through the wall of the camper where, where Maeve Uh, lives, and so I kind of thought that, and the four-poster bed, she doesn't have a four-poster bed, but it didn't make any difference, she has a place where she (laughs) sleeps, that's fine, but what was the dimly lit red? I don't know what it was, but I did not want to change those words, I loved the sound of from the dimly lit red and straight through the wall, and then I started to record it in, in my keyboard here in New York just before I sent it to Yoram and I started to play it and all of a sudden there was a siren going on outside and it kept getting closer the ambulance kept getting closer and closer now I'm not in the city I'm outside the city so this was kind of an unusual kind of event the siren was coming up the street and on a main street maybe some half a mile away or something like that and i kept hearing it in the phones and i could hear it and so i just kept playing the one chord as it got closer and closer and closer and closer and then all of a sudden i realized what the dimly lit red meant and it was an ambulance and not that it helped make the song any more understandable but at least there was an identification of those words. And so I signed the song and sent it to you, and he did his magic. How did you do your magic, and what did you think?
1: I, I know that I, I sent a, a rough mix to you with much more ambulance than yeah than you wanted. Right, You said, okay, it's okay for two or four bars, but maybe... You, Shouldn't send me
0: half a minute of little sirens of the ambulance. <laughs> now let me ask you a question: Were you hooked on the ambulance? Did you did you really yeah. want those ten? Did you do you feel better with them all in? We can go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know, maybe.
1: It's a very good intro. Yeah, yeah. I I, I could live with the whole thing.
0: Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll we sure. re- will rethink it, but for now we're not going to play for the audience. <laughs> now it only has about <laughs> ten seconds of the uh, ambulance in it. This is one where you, the orchestration is kind of from beginning to end is a, has a similarity to it, right? And, you know, and a, a seriousness that starts from the beginning and goes right through it. It's almost like Prokofiev Haremish or something like that.
1: Yeah. I guess it's an organ that's
0: yeah. Yeah, I think the organ plays throughout the verse and the bridge and throughout, and it's very beautiful to me, very very serious and magnetic. Now, you speak English quite well. Uh, you know, we don't have any t- trouble talking with each other. You're from Norway, I'm from New York. I could never speak Norwegian, but I, I would not know a word but here you have the responsibility of speaking English so that you can talk to me about these things. So when I send you some of these l- lyrics, and it seems to me over a period of time of knowing you that that means something to you. Like you you like lyrics. Um, yeah. And so do you need to, when you hear some lyrics that you don't understand, does it matter to you? No. Okay.
1: I don't like, like the dimly lit red, and and
0: uh, mm-hmm.
1: I have no idea who Romeo is. I wouldn't bother to ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I think uh, obviously I I don't know how to explain myself,
0: but well, no, um, you explained yourself very well. What you just said, you said you like the sound of words. You like listening to them. If some make sense, I can tell that. A lot of times you hear some things that do make sense and you like them, and I can tell. A yeah. lot of times you hear, just in my past knowing you, that poetic kind of things. You, you oftentimes you like them, and and they're like you like said. You like in, the, in Romeo, it didn't matter to you that you didn't know who Romeo. You didn't care to know. It was just serious to you, and uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and this
0: and yeah. this sounded serious oh. to you too. The same way it sounds serious to me. Uh, that's that's the funny thing about about words. Words, for people who are, have that certain kind of feeling, it's a the language of music and the language of of emotion have have so much to do with the understanding of what you of what we're doing or something like that. It doesn't have to be the words don't have to be crystal clear or anything mm-hmm. like that. And so, but we have no idea what's going to happen with anything we're doing, but it's still a wonderful thing to be able to do it together. It's the joy to of, yeah. how, of how much I look forward to just talking to you about, even in the event that nobody else hears it, that you and I are making this, doing this stuff together and, and I can hear from you and I can hear your spirit and... You're all the way in Norway, and I'm here, and and what a what a you know, good thing. So, uh, what would I think? What the heck would I? What a blessing for me to be able to. <laughs> really, I mean, you know, how I could. I I mean, it's horrible stuff going on around, and and uh, but but to be able to have the camaraderie of somebody that you unite with in a certain kind of manner—that's a it helps you get through all that stuff, and it helps you go forward. So, this is it. So yeah. here we are, New York to Norway and back, with Joron Greeny from Skien, Norway, and Chip Taylor, aka James Wesley Voigt from a little town not far from where I grew up. I grew up in Yonkers. This is Hartsdale. and New York City's back that way, forty-five minutes. Good to see you, Joran. You too, Chip. Thank you yeah. very much. And uh, let's see let's see what we do from here. Okay. Talk to you later. Okay. Hey, say goodbye from the Church of the Trainwreck. You to say. I'm sorry? Would, would you say goodbye from the Church of the Trainwreck for me? So goodbye, everybody from the Church of the Trainwreck.
1: All right. Goodbye, everybody from the Church of the Trainwreck.
0: Yes, thank you very much. Is that okay? Yes. Is it okay? It's great. As long as we come back again.
2: dimly lit red straight through the wall to that four-poster bed to the clock in the hall the survivors all said you had little time at all When it's striking straight of numbers Numbers you knew that would come He loves you, he loves you not He killed you then soon forgot he was with you one thousand summers. In the clock, it sounds like thunder, and it's striking straight of numbers. Time is time, no matter what the climb, no matter how fair the weather, quickly gather those hearts together. Those that are bound as one From the dimly lit red And straight through the wall To that four-poster bed To the clock in. The survivors all said you had little time at all when it's striking straight up numbers. Numbers you knew that would come.